Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the BeyondTheMic.com star line by the executive producer of Curiosity Stream's new documentary, Pompeii, Disaster Street. Steve Burns, welcome. Thank you very much. Let's go beyond the mic. You've worked with the best of the best. Your teams have been nominated for two Academy Awards, 200 Emmys, including dozens of wins and two Peabody's. You yourself have two Emmys. Why was Pompeii the project you couldn't say no to? Well, uh, Pompeii is an archaeological wonder. Um, Three to four million tourists go to these ruins every year. And we had the opportunity, after negotiating for eight months, to have exclusive rights to the first excavation in 70 years. So this was a total new area uh, that's being was uncovered uh, over a two-year period. And we were there to cover every discovery they made. How has Curiosity Stream improved since their launch? Well, I think that um, the name of the game for us is quality and premium documentaries that are both entertaining and factual. So every broadcaster in the world was leaping uh, for the chance to film this exclusive new excavation. But I think the fact that we have 3,000 hours of high-quality films when people saw them and they said, well, this is the place to go. Um, they, uh, they're the best uh, to tell this story. You know, we work with the best filmmakers around the world and we've curated, uh, in my mind, what are the best documentaries uh, out there in history and science and nature, uh, travel. So that's why I think we were able to win out in these um, after eight months of negotiation for these exclusive rights. Talk about working with the filmmaker to get this just perfect. Well, um, our, our filmmakers were from JD Own Programs, and they've been longtime partners uh, with um, people here at uh, Curiosity Stream and before that at Discovery and Geographic when they did these sorts of big things. And um, they figured out how to do two things that were brand new. The first was they somehow stretched their budget to have a hundred days of coverage over the shoulder of these um, archaeologists as they made the discovery and then uh, drew a preliminary uh, conclusion about what happened. And then secondly, because this is 70 years uh, since the last excavation, there were all sorts of new tools and J.D. Young was able to use photogrammetry, which sounds scary and stuff, but really what it is is laser scans, as they uncovered layer by layer, they would do laser scans and take thousands of pictures and map those pictures over the, the laser scan. Ultimately, what you ended up with was a, a Google street map or something of, of the streets that they excavated in the rooms, and they allowed... Um, experts in CGI to rebuild the city. So for the first time, you're not just seeing the ruins, you're actually able to see fully constructed uh, buildings and um, it's a whole new revelation for anybody who's seen um, Pompeii's uh, shows before. Ten months of unlayering stone and ash, discovery after discovery. Did you ever reach a point where you thought, gosh, no, this is too much. We've got too much. <laughs> well, we did end up with uh, 350 hours of, of rushes, and it took 
seven months to um, cut that all down into a two-hour uh, program. And uh, yeah, it's as you know, you do your show, and you know sometimes you end up with more material than you need. Well, we ended up with a lot more than we needed, but we had the documentary elements dead to rights, just as they found, uh, made these discoveries. Um, and then we did movie-like reenactments and is, um, that were based on that, that um, actual replica of the city. The sets and everything were just as those streets were. So anyway, we ended up with a lot. And, um, but I think we told a comprehensive, the most comprehensive story I've ever seen on Pompeii, and I've been involved with several of them. And as you said, you reenacted the final hours for the souls who didn't make it back in 79 AD. Mm-hmm. How rewarding was the concept to final execution? Well, for me, it was super rewarding because one of my first films I made as a young filmmaker, I think I mentioned, was um, at Pompeii and Herculaneum. So I had filmed there. But filming techniques and the use of CGI and uh, reenactments are all things that um, have improved over the years. They've gotten more movie-like, not in terms of um, uh, making stuff up, but documentaries have gotten movie-like. And in this case, it was based on actual archaeology. For example, um, the, one of their first finds was a skeleton of someone who leapt from a second-floor balcony when there was a slight lull after 18 hours of, of this rain of stone. And he leapt from the balcony uh, but it really wasn't that daring of a leap when you think about it because they discovered the streets were full up to nine feet with these stones that had fallen over those 18 hours. Well, um, but right then, a wave of hot ash and rocks traveling 150 miles an hour hit him. But it wasn't until six months later, the archaeologists excavated the streets in the square that they discovered that... Um, the balcony from where he jumped was a bar for locals and gladiators and politicians. (laughs) And so this guy was the owner of the bar, probably escaping with his little leather purse of his savings or the day's cash. Anyway, um, they're able to tell these stories. The archaeologists are very emotionally invested as we were, although we're doing our job to tell the story. But they can tell, in this documentary, they tell five or six incredible stories like that. They'll find graffiti of politicians. They can reenact uh, his um, walking the streets trying to get votes. Uh, children writing their ABCs on the doorways of the buildings. Um, it's, it's pretty incredible. Time's running out, so it's time for the Rockin' Eight. First thing that comes to your mind, no pressure. Next thing that you would like to examine for your next documentary. Next documentary. Um, uh, the French Revolution. Do you display your words, or do you hide them in a broom closet? I display them in my house and in my office. What's your favorite place in New York? Brooklyn. East Coast or West Coast? East Coast. Why is science filmmaking so important to you? People need to know the truth. Where's your favorite vacation spot? Staycation. When you worked on the National Geographic Explorer episode Interplast back in 1985, did you think you'd end up where you are today? 
No, because at the time I was just a um, a shooter, producer, director, and you know, sort of a one man or two man band. And uh, you know, over the years, I've ended up overseeing thousands and thousands and thousands of hours of documentaries um, from the best filmmakers in the world. And uh, Curiosity Stream has them all. Who's your favorite director of all time? I think Spielberg. He's an Emmy Award-winning executive producer of Pompeii Disaster Street on Curiosity Stream. His favorite place in New York is Brooklyn. He's an East Coast guy, and he displays his awards. Steve Burns, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much. I, I really appreciate it. And that, my friends, is Beyond the Mic.